It's time once again for another episode of All That's Jazz, the podcast that explores everything in the world of jazz. And here now is your host, Alan Scott. Hello and welcome to another episode of All That's Jazz. Today my guest is Latin Grammy-nominated vocalist, songwriter, and arranger Claudia Acuna, whose latest release is called Duo, and it features an all-star lineup of duets with world-famous and world-renowned musicians like Kenny Barron, Christian McBride, Regina Carter, Russell Malone, and others. This album was released in September of 2022, and it is on the Ropadope record label. Walking in the darkness Shining light to my soul Drifting from the pain like a shadow in my voice. On that note, welcome to Claudia Acuna to All That's Jazz. Hello, hello. It's a, a pleasure and honor to be here. I'm so excited and I'm very honored to be here to share duo with all of you and the friends that follow your show. Well, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you uh, on the program. Before we start talking about the record itself specifically, if you don't mind, talk a little bit about yourself and you and your background and some of the uh, the things that have led you to where you are today. I know that you are Chilean-born and you moved here, I believe, in 1995 to New York City. Correct. And then from there, you developed a, a wonderful history and relationship, as well as uh, camaraderie and friendships with a number of the wonderfully talented people that are in this genre that we call jazz. Yeah. So you could have said it so beautifully in, in a very short uh, statement. <laughs> well, thank you. So tell me, uh, Claudia, when when you were growing up in, I, I think it was uh, Santiago and later in Concepcion of Chile, what were some of your inspirations that led you to this kind of music? Because I know that you might have performed a variety of music or were exposed to a lot of things, including folk music, pop music, etc. But how did you get involved in jazz? I fell in love with jazz before I even knew was a music called jazz. My parents had a TV at the time and it was very restricted and it was a lot of musicals. And in there, you know, I've met later knew that it was Duke Ellington and Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong and Billie Holiday and a few others that will, you could see in those movies. And folk was just, you know, the first music that I was exposed because it was music from home, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And in many Latin American homes, there's always a guitar and someone who knows how to play some boleros or some cuecas in my case, or tonadas, as we call. And between those two, I noticed also someone teach me how at night to put an antenna and we will get signals from different countries. Mm. But as you're trying to connect, you find different music, you know. And I will later realize that what I was always sort of attracted to it, it was jazz, blues. It was something that moved me in a way, you know, and it makes me excited. And, you know, shortly I knew and I started investigating and getting material and talking to people around me that knew. And I, I was just in love, in love with the possibility of, the improvisation, the, 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 the things that can happen and as you play with musicians or even the ideas that can come to you and how you can, in a song, make it your own and, and, and improvise. And it's just a language that I haven't seen or felt in any other music. And I did, as a kid, you, you're very curious. And I did sing folk music. I did sing in the choir, classical I did sing rock, but this music completely took my heart. <laughs> my teachers did support me and sort of encourage me to sing, you know. Mm -hmm. But then later, more sort of as a teenager, I did have a few mentors. So did you study music anywhere formally? I did not have the opportunity as a kid to go to a conservatory or take lessons or anything like that. So my only access was school that we did have as a, as a subject or, a, a, you know, like you have math and anything else was music. And at some point, you know, I wanted to go to a conservatory, but my family couldn't afford it. So I will walk to the conservatory and sit outside of whatever class it was and remember you know memorize you know some things and then walk home and repeat 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 you know and I developed like that tool because I didn't have classes I did go to college for a year but it was all for classical music and I have no intentions to be a classical singer. What is it that brought you to New York? Was it a dream? Was it a relative? Why a New York? How'd that happen? A pure, beautiful New York. Imagine, I'm going to take you, you know, if you close your eyes, <laughs> there you go. I'm going to take you to Chile, you know, and being now in the capital, which is Santiago. I moved from the south, Concepcion, to the capital. In this little girl 17 18 is making her way there and singing and in chile they started um people will always go and play and i've started hearing stories from people that had the chance to come here or have visit or musicians that came from here and then you start looking at movies and documentaries and you learn about the vanger and the village gate and this record was recorded here and people would say, yeah, and you can go to this club and then you go to this club and then it's a jam session. And when you come out, it's five in the morning and you go to a diner to have breakfast. 
and you're playing and listen music all night. I'm like, I have to go there one day. And my dream was to come and go to school. But I was, even if I go and I spend a couple of weeks just walking around and listening to music and seeing and hearing live some of my heroes, I've, you know, and look at this 27 years later. And the rest is history, right? Right. So when you originally moved to New York City, uh, you were actually performing in some places, but you're also working a number of jobs. But then you would go to jam sessions. uh, And like most jam sessions, those are usually after hours and late into the night, into the early morning hours sometimes. And, And you just sat there and took it all in and waited for your turn to get up on the stage and do your own craft? Yeah, plus at the time, my English, I was so minimum. And all I wanted was to have the courage to sing, you know. I had no idea about record label. That that didn't even exist in my mind. So I, I did that and I learned and... I was able to see, you know, at the time, you will go to a jam session and Betty Carter will show up, hmm. Ray Brown, you know, and the Heats brother. And I can name more and more people that I just couldn't believe I was in the present of. And they were just Tony Bennett, like with John George Benson, you know. It was like, Pinch me, please, because I can't believe this is real, you know? I couldn't believe it. I fell in love with the city. Well, while you were doing all this and doing gigging and uh, jam sessions and so on, uh, you came across a bassist by the name of Avishai Cohen, who was very instrumental in pushing you in the right direction. I would say that Avishai was very uh, important in that time because we did a lot of duets and I was involved in his band and he was very inspirational and encouraged me a lot to 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 do the music and he was a great at the time when we work it was a great partnership you know mm-hmm. Well you obviously learned well and quickly from 1995 up until around 1999 or so when you put out your debut album I think it was 99 or 2000 and yeah. uh, that uh, that album was uh, Wind from the South on Verve Records. Tell right. me about that. That was completely unknown for me, that, I, that, that some a possibility like that even exists. And it was such an amazing experience and opportunity. And in my band, it was killing. <laughs> and we were young and we were excited and we were fearless, you know. And it was so beautiful to be able to record with that kind of freedom and and where I felt I was that that I mean I can see and hear so many things and see how young I was, you know, when I hear that record. It was great. And for me also it was an honor and kind of historical. Like I'm a South American singer. And I'm being signed by a ver, where is Ella Fitzgerald? And I'm looking at the history of the label, and I'm like, this got to be a joke. <laughs> this is not real. 
Well, th this unreal journey of yours continued and you got more and more attention and you also got the attention of many others along the way. Uh, you did a number of other albums as a leader, Rhythm of Life, Luna, and Este Momento, uh, Turning Pages, Walking on Water. You know, these are fantastic albums. And I know that uh, you are on a soundtrack from the movie Bossa Nova, uh, yeah. where you did the song, uh, I, th I think it's a Jobim song, Suddenly. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. So you, you've done very well in uh, <laughs> getting uh, the attention, as I said, of uh, so many different people. And, and the, the career progressed for you uh, through... Uh, 2009 but then you took a break after 2009 yeah and even though i was not as active as i was i was still doing a few things here and there you know like i did a collaboration with susie ibarra and i recorded uh, as a guest with other people i also had a beautiful i still have but he's not a baby anymore <laughs> i have a child who is now 11 years old and he's the best thing ever <laughs> what is his first name his name is daniel daniel in the meantime moving you on in your career to where we come to 2022 after the pandemic and you began developing this album called duo now, yes. th this was the result of somewhat of a dream of yours to do this album of duos or duets? Yeah, absolutely. And I think all my albums are dreams, you know. But in this one, it was really one that I didn't know I was ever going to do. And I'm glad I, I did it. It was the perfect time and it makes so much sense with even where I am and the chance to have this masters and some of them dear friends and now new friends to give me the honor to not only do this duet, but allow me to go and take them with me to this, what I call humbly and respectfully, um, the Latin American standards, you know, mm -hmm. um, all of the songs, you can play them in, to people from different parts of Latin America, and they will recognize them. Well, and I think that's the beauty of this recording, because uh, seven of the songs are, are actually from composers that are from either Chile uh, or mm -hmm. Cuba, uh, Argentina, Mexico. And you're right, it, it's a great exposure to the Latin music of the world. Uh, that has touched uh, not only people in Latin America, but also here and everywhere. Right. You know? I must say, Claudia, that I, I'm, I'm extremely impressed that you were able to assemble this wealth of talent on this recording. So you obviously have made good friends or good friendships or relationships and collaborations with a number of these artists. Uh, it's not often that a vocalist like yourself could pick up the phone and call Christian McBride or you could call uh, Kenny Barron or Russell Malone or a number of the other people on this album and say, hey, I'm going to do this duo album. Would you like to be in on it? 
how, how easy was that, by the way? Uh, it was not easy because I'm very shy. And even though, you know, like some of these people are dear friends, you know, I have never, I've, with some of them, I've never worked, you know, and it's almost like I've, I was like, I'm not worth it, you know, <laughs> almost like I'm not worth it. And then it's like, you know what? What's the worst thing that can happen? They tell me they can or, you know, they don't want it. But I'm like, I have to take a chance because one of the things that the pandemic did to me, and I think to a lot of people that I have spoken is life became so fragile. And it was a reminder, at least to me, that the only thing that I know is this moment. Mm-hmm. And I want to live it. And I want to live everything here and my first love is music and this music and so i start picking up the phone and i just couldn't believe it to be honest with you when all these people were like i would love to grade and then you know i cook here at home and some of them came over and we ate dinner and we play the songs and talk about life and if it was, I, I'm going to treasure every second with this amazing group of people for the rest of my life. And I know one of the objectives of this album was for you to expose the uh, Latin music to the world, and you have done so well. Did you have any problems or uh, challenges in uh, convincing, uh, let's say, Kenny or Christian, uh, Russell, to buy into what you were trying to achieve through this album? Did they know the music? No, no, they didn't. And in a way, I think I got them by surprise a little bit. I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but I have a sense and a feeling that maybe they thought I was going to do something else. And when I missed it, I was like, oh, and I love also this possibility and how curious they were about the songs and who wrote it and who was who. This is like treating myself, you know, like <laughs> to have this chance to bring these people to my childhood, to to my world. Well, let's go through some of the record and this way we could uh, draw our listeners and myself into the conversation by learning a little bit more about the inspirations, the artistry behind uh, this music and so on. The album starts out with a tune, Media Noche, uh, which uh, Mm -hmm. loosely translated is Midnight. And uh, this was a a song uh, by Patricio Mans and uh, Horacio Salinas from Chile. Correct. Yes, yes. I I know you sing this entire album except the last two songs in Spanish, and it's beautifully done. And that is uh, where you uh, perform with Kenny Barron. Yes. This song, as you mentioned, it was written by Patricio Mons, one of the most beautiful composers and songwriters from Chile, and Horacio Salinas, which is not only an amazing songwriter, but a beautiful singer who I had the honor and pleasure to sing with. And Medianoche is sort of like a love song, you know? It's an invitation of this person to celebrate, you know, and this midnight, this 12 bells, this 12 cheers for the love, you know, that they have.
the end of it he or she is going to be the last kiss that she or he sees or give before you know midnight allow this person to close her or his eyes something like that and then uh, that's followed up by eclipse de luna which uh, you team up with christian mcbride on this and uh, that yeah. song is by uh, margarita Lequona. Lequona. I fell in love with this song when I heard it many years ago in Chile by Joao Gilberto. He just walked in that theater, sit with his guitar, and start singing and singing and singing. And you just like, it's like he put a spell on you. <laughs> and this, this song, I've always loved it. And and I, I, again, is a another sort of a love song, you know, mm -hmm. Moon Eclipse. de luz en el mar muy sola con mi desconsuelo mirando la noche me puse a llorar pensaba que ya no me amaba and singing this with Christian it, it's just very like intimate and, and, and I love that combination as you know I done like duets with bass before including my first album so i love this song and and you chose well with this composer and singer from cuba because she's also uh, known for doing the song baba lu which yes. uh, desi arnaz does as the character ricky ricardo <laughs> everybody knows that yes uh, and yes <laughs> yes. And then then there's uh, one that uh, I I don't know if I would characterize it unless I'm misunderstanding the meaning of the song uh mm -hmm. that it w isn't exactly a love story or a romance type of thing because this one uh called uh Razon de Viver correct. Uh, uh that is um from uh, Victor Heredia who is uh, an Argentinian singer. Uh, a songwriter and uh, and to have the chance also to to have a duet with Carolina Calvache which is a beautiful piano player uh from Colombia she's a great composer and pianist uh, and the song is is it about hardship to some extent for me the song is like a proclamation of life the reason that i have to live
Para decidir si sigo poniendo esta sangre en tierra Este corazón que bate su marcha sol y tinieblas Para continuar caminando al sol por estos desiertos Para recalcar que estoy viva en medio de tantos muertos Para decidir, para continuar para recalcar y considerar Solo me hace falta que estés aquí Con tus ojos claros Ay, fogata de amor Y guía Razón de vivir mi vida With all the suffering, with all the anger With all the pain, with all the happiness You know, I feel like this song is a proclamation of, of life. Truly, that's what it's about. Uh, and then you teamed up with Fred Hirsch, mm -hmm. uh, uh, who is a fine, fine musician. And the yes. song is called Yurame. Mm -hmm. That means... Promise me. And, and that's like, promise me your love. love. Yeah, no. Promise me that even though time will pass by, you'll never forget my love. tiempo no has de olvidar el momento en que yo te conocí mírame pues no hay nada más profundo ni más grande en este mundo que el cariño que te di This one is a love song, like to the vein. There's a lot of passion on that one. And the composer of that song, Maria Graver? Mm-hmm. Maria Graver. Uh, and she's uh, from Mexico. Correct. Uh, and one thing that people don't know about her, or maybe they do, is that uh, she's known for the song, What a Difference a Day Makes. Exactly. And everyone knows that. Everybody knows that. Yes, yes, yes. And she's the magnificent composer of that song, which is beautiful. A couple of others. One with, speaking of a beautiful song, was Manifesto, where you worked yeah. with uh, Regina Carter. Tell me about that one. Yeah. Oh, that, was, it's, that song is so special for the person who wrote it, which is Victor Jara in he and Violeta Parra were like my first inspiration as songwriters. And then to do the song and the way she interpreted the song with Regina, who is a dear, dear friend of mine and such an amazing musician and band leader. That was, that was just amazing. And that song is, is very, um, it's very emotional, you know, it's, it's a beautiful manifestation you know of life you know to live and and you can tell where this song comes from especially uh, when you know a little bit about victor uh, hara victor yeah. was chilean he was a teacher he was involved in theater in poetry a singer songwriter political activist he experienced yeah. a lot of life is a 
privilege for me and a dream come true to record one of his songs and do it with Regina. Like, ah, I couldn't believe it. not uh, an easy one to sort of come across and then it's like all the sudden it's like whoosh, everything click and Regina is just a master and a beautiful beautiful musician. Russell Malone joins you in a collaboration on a song tell us about that one. I love Russell. Russell is like my brother from another mister. <laughs> Uh, we spent, we got stuck together for 9-11. And after that, we, you get a special connection, you know, and he's a dear friend. And when I thought about this album, the, he was the first person that I'm like, I have to document and have a song with this musician and this friend. And Verdad Amarga is, 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 is written by Consuelo Velasque, who wrote the famous Besame Mucho. And is a bolero. Russell just completely understood what I wanted to do. just brought himself and Allah and brought me to to sing that way you know he inspired me the way he played to to sing that song that way toward the end of the release you worked with Arturo O'Farrell uh yes Arturo O'Farrell dear friend of mine we did an album um called In the Shoes long time ago and we have worked together more than a few times and and He's also a dear friend, and he's a strong, passionate musician. And it's almost like the way he plays in this song, I feel like it's a whole orchestra. 
he's incredible like whoosh, the way he's like the ocean and orchestra all together they're like orchestrating the song with his hands and his piano you know i i love it each of this um, incredible musician and arturo is the last sort of duo in the album and then i decide to do an a cappella song <laughs> Right, and that's the Chick Corea song, uh, which was uh, Crystal Silence. And yeah, and it was a suggestion because Chick Corea was such an inspiration, still is, it will be. And it was my dream to play with him. And because I was shy and not didn't have the courage to call, life happened and he left us. And I wanted to record this song because it has lyrics. And I didn't, I want, I thought about different instruments to do it. And then I'm like, you know what? This is going to be my really humble tribute to him. And I'm going to sing this song, remembering and imagining the way he will play it. Oh, did he go? The crystal silence cries In my dreams I see him still In the crystal silence of the night Away from All along I can reflect I let him sleep away From the game he might have played And I love it. I love what I did. You dream, you daydream. Well, you yeah. bring light and beauty and you live the dream with this yes. album called Duo. Yes. To me, I feel like this is like a documentary, you know? I document with all these people, and I could not be more honored that the privilege that I have of having them in this beautiful uh, love letter, in a way, to, to part of my childhood and the songs that means a lot to me. In, in our closing moments here, Claudia, uh, tell me, what comes next for you? Uh, are you going to do more duo? Uh, are you going to work maybe uh, with some other artists that you have connections with? Um, but is it a secret? It. It, I, I, it's not a secret, but I would rather write to you and send you a message when things are starting to at least get more, you know, in the mix there you go. at the moment i'm still trying to promote this trying to get back and eat uh on the road to to perform and working on the next project which it might be another duo we don't know maybe right. stay tuned and we <laughs> will <the> next <laughs> we will stay tuned for that final thing then so until then how mm -hmm. can our listeners learn more about you and your music? Oh, you 
our wonderful listeners can follow me on Instagram, which is Claudia Acuna Musica <laughs> or Music. And my website it's www.claudiacuna.net. So you're there and you have a presence and we certainly hear it all that's jazz know about that because we do follow you and you are a person well worth following in so many ways. Thank you so much, sir. It's a pleasure. Claudia, I will say that this has been a distinct pleasure to spend the time with you. You are a delightful person, uh, an amazing artist, and you have a truly stunning album in the release called Duo. Thank you for being our guest on All That's Jazz. Thank you so much. This is really my honor. Your program and what you do has a great reputation and you've been a great supporter of the music and I really, really appreciate this and the opportunity to get a chance for people to know me a little more. Thanks for listening to this episode of All That's Jazz with singer, composer, and band leader Claudia Acuna. We'd like to thank Ben Sedrin for the use of Mr. P's Shuffle as our theme song. And visit us again next time for another interesting conversation on All That's Jazz. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating on the streaming service you use. All That's Jazz is available on every major streaming app, including Podbean, Apple Podcast, and Spotify, as well as Facebook and online at allthatsjazz.net.